Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Poets Day podcast brought to you by Ardex. My name's Gary. I am going to be your host for this episode, and I am joined by uh, Shane from SM Flooring. Shane, how are you? Okay, very good, thank you. How about yourself? Oh, yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, uh, it's not very sunny out there. It's a little bit cold, but we're almost at the end of the week, right? <laughs> yeah, too. I can't wait for it. Yeah. Uh, so the Poets Day podcast is all about getting to know local builders, florers, uh, all brought to you by ardex.co.uk. And what we want to do is find out a little bit about SM Flooring, right? Okay. So who are you? How did you start? What do you do? Whereabouts are you based? Give, give, me, give me the skinny. Right. So I'm Shane Moore. Uh, we're based in Dover and Kent. Um, so I've always done this trade since we've left school. So we left school on a Friday. Mum and dad sat me down to look. You've got to go and earn a crust. You're not living here free. So I went off working with my dad for uh, six years. Uh, then I left working with my dad to work for this other firm in our next city along, which was pretty good for us. And we'd left some good terms. Like, you know, I just wanted to go my own path. So I've done six years with this other firm. Then I decided to set up SM Flooring Solutions. So what made you decide to go and do it yourself? A, a bit more... So I can be in charge of my own time, a bit more in charge of, of family time. Um, we've got a young family, so I wanted to spend a bit more time with a young family and and to go my own path, what I wanted for me to go down uh, and, and to suit me and my family. Um, so I said, we left on good terms. We, we still talk to each other every now and then when, when I need something or when they need something sort of thing. So it's, it's no bridges are burnt, shall we say, which is, which is quite a good uh, little tip for everybody. Yeah, that's good. And what, uh, just for the listeners out there, what do you actually do? So any type of floor covering we, we install. So anything from like the LVT route right through to your subfloor prep, carpet, design work, anything that really goes on the floor is, is what we, uh, we specialise in. Which is, and uh, and do, you, do you love it? I'm a geek. When it comes, <laughs> when it comes, when it comes to flooring, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little geek with this one. Um, so yeah, I absolutely love the trade, love the work. Um, I'll tell you a little, a little quick funny story. I took the wife away for a, a couple of days. I said, oh, come on, Curse, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go up to Harrogate for a couple of days. Oh, lovely, but part of the world. So I've dragged her up to Harrogate, to a nice little swanky old town. So let's, let's go for a walk. I know, but she doesn't have a clue. So I said, oh, we'll go down in this road. What's down here? Oh, we'll have a look. It's like the National Floor Show. So oh, I, oh. <laughs> oh, what a surprise, he says. So, so I, I dragged her around this National Floor Show. I'm, I'm like a fat kid in the sweet shop. I was absolutely loving it. And she had a face like thunder. She was not happy at all. You but, like, yeah, just stumbled I, across here. Like, oh, well, I can't believe what, what, what our luck. It's amazing. I know exactly, and of course I'm, I'm on the phone all morning, to, like talking to my friends and making sure people are there, sort of thing. Like, where, what stand are you at? What stand? Oh, I'll come and meet you in a minute. Classic. <laughs> so, how, how did you, how did you get into kind of flooring? Like you said, kind of like you came, left school, sixteen, went to work for your dad. Is it always been like a generational thing? Like your dad did it, granddad did it, kind of stuff? No. So my my dad. Come, I started off working in the, in a trade because my grandfather he was in the army, so he, he moved across the country. Uh, so when when my dad found well, courting some women, sort of thing, at, at that sort of value of time, he, he decided to stay where we are. Um, and then he, he got unlucky and found my mum, and then he <laughs> ended up, <laughs> end up staying down here. So that's that's why he started off down here as such. And, and, and then it was like dad and son's flooring kind of thing, right? 
for about six years and then then I, I was getting a bit aggy with with him and, and we, we sort of clashed yeah with, with, with father and son sort of things like my way like you, no like you sp- yeah that's right you spend like eight ten twelve hours a day Monday to Friday with him and then there's a Sunday roast and you're like oh please just get out of my hair yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's what it's pretty much getting getting close to sort of thing. And um, but what what he helped out massively, I, was, I tried to get him to be a professional rugby player. So for the midweek games, for the train sort of thing. So for me, it was absolutely fantastic having a job quite flexible to start off with to help me with my training, to help me go on like, midweek games, and because we had to go up to Timbuktu to do training on a Wednesday night up, up London sort of thing. So it was, it was quite good flexibly working with that because no other boss would let you have amount of time off and get yeah. full pay as well yeah that's right thanks dad yeah yeah thanks yeah. dad now now he works to me <laughs> yeah brilliant and that, that seems to be the way right like I, I actually spent kind of uh what is it 10 years in nz so i watched a lot of rugby and uh it, you know there was there was like this saying well i'm quite lucky right where i get to support uh england right uh, and then when england get kicked out of anything i get to then support the all blacks yeah right uh, and then anyone playing australia so it's pretty, pretty much everybody, right? Uh, but from a, from a, you know, the last twelve months perspective, right? H- how's it been? You know, is it, has it been tough? You know, have you, have you cried in the shower, or have you been, you know, Scrooge McDuck counting your millions, kind of thing? So when it first came about, I think everybody was very panicky, very concerned, very conservative. Everybody, um, you mean like the the industry, right? Yeah, I think everybody, with that first initial lockdown coming, yeah. I had to I'd just like sneak down to the shop to make sure I make sure I turn the lights off. And I felt really like I was going to get told off by the police if I get caught driving down to the shop. So I was, I was very concerned. Yeah. All jobs stopped. It was a little bit concerning because we still had to pay rent on the on the premises and all the storage facilities, pay staff because we didn't know exactly what, what method and things was going on. Yeah. Um, and then we picked up um, a bit more like the contracty side sort of thing. So we're still doing work, but very limited. And and now it's just, just back end of the thing. It's, it's starting to, because we can work. And, and it's, so we've been a bit more selective how and what we can do. Yeah. Can in terms you, in terms of saying you can work, you mean, you you know, you can't work from home. So therefore you're able to go into people's houses as long as you, you know, hand sanitizer, mask, two meters distance all that kind of stuff right it's, yeah it's almost like uh, an essential service con- construction quite unquote right yeah um it, it did feel a little bit weird because i can go and work in, in mrs jones's house and all masks and bits and, but i couldn't go and have dinner with my mum and dad yeah so so yeah. That, that's that's quite that's quite hard for us at the moment because we can see other people's mum and dads we can see the families what have been separated and then you, you, we're going into their house and other people can't so that's that's a bit upsetting you, you can tell people get a bit upset by it but it's yeah that's it's right one of those. and how do you uh, like how has it actually gone have you you know as did work obviously work probably just dropped off that like so that first lockdown it just went to absolute zero and then slowly trickled in and and now and how is it now you know i'm assuming there's probably a lot more confidence is uh, and i would assume a lot of people are kind of spending cash at home right <laughs> Ra- rather than going magaloof for a week yeah, so we've currently got like a little shop uh, down our way. So footfall's stopped, completely stopped. Well, it has, you know, the shop has to remain, remain closed. So a lot of our inquiries come through social medias, emails and things. So it's, it's work's picking up. Um, we've, we've recently took on Charlie Fair, who's our newest apprentice. And hopefully, so, so we are looking for, you know, positive for the future. 
So it's it's That's not good. all doom and gloom. I'm not going to close what I'm going to do. I'm not going to stop what I'm going to do. You know, it's, we're, we're looking for the future and hopefully grow our business again in, more in the future. And how, how has that been then? Because obviously you, and I would assume the industry is very much kind of face-to-face, come into the shop, book it in, buy a product, whatever it is. Uh, you've probably had to shift, obviously shutting down the retail, uh, you've had to shift to go digital and run run your own social and email inquiries and phone inquiries. Ha, has it been a shift from that face to face to more of a digital approach to to customers? Yeah, it has it has shifted a massive amount because the, the shop stop. You know, people come in at their own time and they want a grey. They come in choose a, a grey what they 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 like. So now we've had to shift what like, go face to face and they want a grey carpet. So we we show them grey carpets. I actually like a brown. So then you have to do visit again and then visit again. So it's it's a lot more time in our work week. Ah, so you've gone out to people's houses and shown them yeah. colours of carpets rather and and one colour at a time. They might have changed their mind. Whereas historically they've come into the store and they've yeah. thumbed through a bunch of samples. Yeah, because yeah, normally come down, have a cup of coffee with us, a bit more relaxed, and they they can spend an hour. You know, as long as they. The wish in the shop church trying to throw, you know, yeah. And how, how has that been? Like, I would assume, you know, you build quite a good relationship with clients because you, you, you go into people's houses, right? It, it is a personal thing. You're really changing the room inside someone's house. So you do it, like you said, you do have that coffee. You sit down with them for 20 minutes, picking the right type of carpet. Now you're limited face to face with people. Uh, you know, has that changed the way you, you, you've sold to someone? Yeah, because we are. Like, we're not giving that for me. We don't feel like you're giving that, that personal touch. You, you, you're in masked up, suited up, sort of thing. Have a look at this. Uh, if you want to leave, we can we can leave the samples there, but you have to leave them in the corner. Don't touch them for a couple yeah. of days. And pick them up and leave them there for a couple of days. It just doesn't feel. It very feels very militarized, and it doesn't feel very re- relaxed. But. Yeah, a bit clinical and uh, almost transactional as well. Yeah. Hey, what do you want to buy? Sweet, I'll be there tomorrow to fit it. Rather than, hey, Mrs. Jones, let's have a coffee. What do you want to achieve? What do you want to make the house look like? Kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's become a lot more clean, which is tough. But I think now vaccine rollout, what, 20 odd million people getting a jab in the arm. You know, I actually get mine on Friday, which is great. I'm part of the uh, the group, the priority group six. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get the jab. Uh, and I think we're I think the whole nation is uh you know, looking forward to it all, right? That whole barbecue season, it's going to be great. And yeah. I think, like I said, we're still not allowed to go abroad. And I, 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 what I predict is a lot of people are spending money domestically, whether that is going camping in Cornwall or doing up their house, right? They've got that little bit of disposable income. Have you seen a bit more of an uptake recently, people spending cash at home? Yeah, definitely. Because a, a few more people have, have unfortunately been, you know, lost their jobs and, and made have a little bit of redundancy money sort of thing. So we are having a little bit more inquiries that that side of things. And, and well, like, like myself, we were supposed to be going away last year and going away again this year, but I can't say it's going to happen. Yeah. So then that, that little money, what we saved up, we put in that little pot. We we are putting it into home renovations. Yeah, that's great. And obviously, like the people are working from home, and now they're stuck at home, and they can see their floor every day, <laughs> rather than just at night time when they get home. Their wife's yeah. banging on about them, saying, "Get this floor done." And he, normally he leaves for work, but yeah. now he's he's working under the stairs all day, every day, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool. So. What we're expecting, right, when we speak to guys like yourself on the Poets Day podcast, uh, that you get to go into people's houses, you know, you meet a lot of people, you've got apprentices that you pull pranks on, uh, 
have you got any funny stories? Like, what, what's your funny story that you can put out of the bag? Uh, because we're going to ask this same question to everybody. And we want to kind of compare stories. You can imagine it's like three o'clock. The tradies are in their van driving home. Listen to this podcast right now. They want to listen to a funny story while they're about to open their bottle of Stella when they get home. So I've got to try and keep this a little bit clean and, and not too much. So there's, there's one little story uh, what's stuck in, in my mind a little bit. So a little while ago, a, a friend of mine and myself, we've we done a carpet in a whole house. Um, so, of course, it's, it's a whole job, move furniture, uplift and, and, and everything. Uh, but sometimes not everybody can move the furniture because of being old or the whole house, which is fair enough. So we come to do... Um, a teenager's boy's room uh just just before yeah just before we say internet's working properly so un- underneath this, this young lad's bed was an adult magazine <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't just one magazine there was there was a couple of magazines it was quite quite an impressive collection an archive so, let's call it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so once we once we finished the project and put all the furniture back we just accidentally left the books out on the side on top of the bed just, you know, when we get the customer handover, can you go and check all the areas and bits involved? So, which she done, she didn't take any notice, which, which, which is okay. And then, yeah. about half an hour down the road, we got a phone call saying, I think you left some material here. Can you, can you come, come sort it out? So, it's like, oh, really? No, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll put everything in the van. <laughs> all the I'll, I'll, I'll come straight back because I, I, I forgot about it and, and my heart dropped. I was like, right, we come straight back. It's because I think these magazines are your shame. I said, I'm, I'm afraid not. I think I think they're a bit more close to home, if you understand. <laughs> and the and the face dropped, and the embarrassment kicked in, and we, we just like left giggling on the way home. Took it just home got home. like creeping, walking backwards out the door. Brilliant. That's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> she's got. She's obviously gone to the bedroom. Gone. Oh, oh, they, 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 you know, on their tea break, they're quite liberal, aren't they? Like, oh, <laughs> they brought a lot with them. <laughs> exactly. You have some sort of reading material at work, haven't you? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh god! Like, and they and they just happen to have left it in a teenager's bedroom. Like, oh fuck, god! Oh, and then she rings you up, going, uh, "I think you might have left something behind." Oh, I don't know. I think you're yeah. well, your cousin left something behind, mate. God, God bless that that, that young lad who went home from school that day. Left, left the magazines out on the kitchen side, and then ready for the <laughs> ready for the chat from the mum. Yeah. yeah. Oh god! Yeah, she's sitting in the kitchen, right? And there's a pile of magazines. She's like, look. We should, we should have a talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then the dad comes home and goes, well, can I borrow it for a couple of days? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Classic. <laughs> hey, look, Shane, how do people find out about you? How do they, uh, how, how can they get in touch? Whereabouts are you based? You know, give me all, all your contact details. So we're, we're based in Dover. Um, so a lot of our things come through emails at info at smflooringsolutions.co.uk. Um, we also have, our mobile number is 077 four nine three we also have a chat that way and we also do like the technical help side of things as well so i sit on the nicf council and also do like technical help life with the nicf as well what does uh, so that what does that mean it, you know for national, the what, what do you mean by that national institute of carpet and floor layers right so it's, it's like an institute for carpet and floor layers so you get great discounts benefits technical helpline you get consulting from krona and um technical or Krona helpline, which, which is really good. Uh, for instance, if, if you come a bit stuck on a job and you don't know how to get around something, you can ring up the NRCF for a bit of help. And then that, that call will then come through to one of one of the technical guys and um, one of the technical guys to help, wow, help out that little project. Uh, also on, on social medias, we've got Twitter, Facebook accounts and things. 
but yeah, if you ever need a chat or anything, yes, feel free to give us a ring. We can, we can try and help any technical issues you have as well. Shane, it's been brilliant. Uh, thank you, listeners, for dialing in to the Poets Day podcast brought to you by rdex.co.uk. Uh, stay tuned. Every week, we'll be dropping a nice little 20, 25-minute episode every Friday afternoon. You can check it out. Thanks again, Shane. Thanks to listeners. And we'll catch you next week. Cheers. Cheerio. Bye-bye.